I would like to use or draw upon the Hindu tradition of satsang. Satsang means, at least I would define it as, sitting together in the truth of who we are. And so you might reasonably wonder what's the difference between that and any other way of teaching. How do you teach by not sitting in the truth of who we are? In the Buddhist tradition, they sometimes speak about two two ways, two different ways of approaching the truth. You can either focus on the path or you can focus on the fruition. If you're focused on the path, that means you're focused on and you're teaching about the practices and the attitudes and the understanding that will be necessary to lead to the fruition of awakening. If you're teaching fruition, that means that you are simply teaching about the truth of who we are. Not about the path to getting there, but about the actuality of it now. So the way that I'm using the word satsang, I'm associating it with that kind of fruition teaching. Now, to use other language, uh, we could say that as a teacher, you're either addressing the ego, which means the separate sense of self, the small self, or you're addressing the big self. You're addressing the truth of who you are. To the extent that you're addressing the ego or the small self, what you're doing is trying to teach that small self and that ego practices, attitudes, perspectives, and understandings that it can engage with on the path to awakening. Now, the trick is that the awakening that you are guiding that small self to is not the awakening of the small self. It's an awakening beyond the small self. It's an awakening in which the small self will be left behind. And therefore, the small self, in the end, is never going to want to make that journey. It's never going to want to step out of itself. It can't step out of itself because it is the false sense of self that will be stepped out of. So when you're teaching path and you're teaching practices and you're teaching philosophies and understanding, the small self will enjoy learning about them, likes to learn, likes to add new knowledge to itself, likes to 
experience new things. But you're always teaching in such a way that might facilitate a kind of accidental awakening. The small self or the ego might be going along for the ride, very excited about everything that's happening. And then have some kind of experience that pulls the rug out from under it. And the awareness, the awareness that was never limited by the small self will flip out of that identity and recognize its true immensity. And very often that's how I'm teaching. I'm teaching meditation. I'm teaching spiritual philosophy. But the meditation practice that I'm teaching and the philosophy that I'm teaching is all designed to maximize the possibility that some kind of accidental awakening will occur. Teaching more in the tradition of satsang means that I'm not teaching to the small self. I'm not sharing practices for the small self to engage in or ideas for the small self to understand. I'm teaching to the truth of who you are, who we are. I'm allowing my voice to become the voice of the singular, absolute source of consciousness. that is expressing itself to itself. So there's no teacher and students. There's no individuals. There is simply expression of truth and hearing that expression. And then you would say that there is either no one expressing the truth and no one who's hearing, or you could say that there is one being expressing the truth and exactly the same being hearing. What we are exploring today is a miraculous possibility. It's the possibility of breaking the habit of identifying with our smaller self by generating an even stronger habit of identifying with awareness. There is no answer to any question that will do that for us. Practice.
can be a vehicle for that transformation. No matter what you are experiencing right now, allow yourself to become aware of that which is aware of the experience. You can have your eyes open or closed. You can be aware of something visually or a feeling or a thought or a bodily sensation or anything else. Whatever the imagined object of awareness is, is irrelevant. But notice the part of you that is aware. Notice the awareness that is aware. Hold your attention there. Hold your attention on the awareness that is aware. That is who you are. That awareness is what is. Hold your attention there. Hold your awareness on awareness and forget everything else that awareness is aware of. Forget all the other objects, all the other feelings, all the thoughts and memories. Forget the identity of being yourself. Forget everything. Give all of your attention to awareness. Pay no attention to anything that awareness is aware of. Develop this habit. Develop the habit of remaining fixated on awareness. Build a habit so strong that it persists all on its own. That it becomes as easy and automatic for you as paying attention to objects used to be. The journey from practice to attainment is the journey that takes us from a habit of giving all of our attention to objects, including the object of our identity, to developing a new habit of giving all of our attention to awareness itself. Building the habit of attainment will take energy and effort and time. Be relentless as we sit together in the truth of who we are, our awareness riveted on awareness, ignoring all of the objects and identities that we are aware of and giving all of our attention to the fact of being aware. Awareness is the truth of who we are. 
hold your attention riveted on awareness. Anytime you see yourself paying attention to an object, a thought, a feeling, a sensation, an idea about yourself, a memory, anything at all, bring it immediately back to whatever is aware of that object. You are the awareness. You are not an object that you can be aware of. You are whatever is aware. You are awareness. Maintain that practice with an intensity and a dedication and a consistency that will allow you to develop a habit that will change absolutely everything. If we are teaching the path, then there are questions and there are answers to questions that can help get us on the path and keep us on the path. Should I do practice? How should I do practice? What should I read? What, should, what do I need to understand? When we're teaching the path, there are plenty of questions that can be helpful and many answers that can help get us on the path and keep us on the path. When it comes to fruition, when we have traveled to the very brink of awakening, when there is no path left to traverse when we are staring face to face with a mystery beyond comprehension, then there are no questions and no answers that can help. At that point, we have to lay our questions aside, find a way to be satisfied, even if our questions are unresolved, and put all of our energy and all of our life in service of a leap into the unknown in relationship to today's retreat. That means give all of your attention, every ounce of it, to awareness. Don't use any of it for any object in consciousness. That includes any sensation or feeling or identification or even a question 
Give all of your attention to awareness itself. And any time it slips anywhere else, put it back. Questions may arise. Can this really work? Will this make a difference? Is it worth it? Don't give any attention to those questions. They can't help. Will it work? Who knows? There's no guarantees in this. We do it anyway. We do it completely, fully, with all our heart. Why? Because we love the mystery, not because we understand the mystery, not because we know what it is, not because we have all the answers and the answers have logically led us to this. It's because our heart has been ripped open by the mystery and all we can think to do is give ourselves to it. We will never logic our way to awakening. Love is the only path that can get us over the goal line. Love is that force that can take us beyond ourselves. Reason and logic and understanding and study can bring us right to the door, right to the brink. But it won't push us over the edge. Only a love that we cannot deny will carry us into the mystery. If you can feel your own love for the mystery, let it consume you. Let it have your life. Give everything to that love. Trust it more than anything else more than your mind, more than your answers. Love of the divine mystery in the end is the only path. Love is what brought you to be here today. Love is what will take you the rest of the way. When you practice, give all of your attention to awareness. And do this long enough and intensely enough that you completely forget about yourself doing practice. So there is just awareness aware of awareness and nothing else. No sense of being anyone who is aware. Just aware of awareness, period. That is bliss. Satchidananda. Bliss, consciousness, truth. 
awareness, aware of itself, and nothing else. Rest there until that becomes an unbreakable habit. When awareness, being aware of awareness, becomes a stronger habit than awareness of objects, that is the point of spiritual attainment. Practice becomes easy and life transforms. Allow your own love for the mystery to grow so large that it can't be contained. Allow that love to take you and sweep you away into a mystery beyond comprehension. <laughs>